This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, October 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Low prices will figure into trade aid decision. U.S.-China negotiators report headway and Senate votes on USDA amendments. USDA weighs a second MFP decision. The Trump administration is weighing whether to make a second tranche of trade assistance payments in November. Bill Nor, the USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Programs, tells AgriPulse the department will be looking at what China is committing to under the phase one of the pending trade agreement. But he said USDA will also factor in the fact that farmers have begun selling their 2019 harvest at prices that may be depressed due to the trade war. Northey said, we're all hoping we can see much sooner rather than later a real change and more purchases by China. We see a little bit of purchasing going on now, and we would sure love to see that grow significantly. But also keep in mind, Northey made clear that the impact of the tariff war will figure into the decision about the second round of market facilitation program payments. Northey said, we do know that some producers have already made sales at current prices. Certainly, some of the crop is coming out at current prices as well. There has been an impact to producers no matter what happens going forward. That will have to be taken into account of what happens in the balance of the MFP payments as well. By the way, the decision on the third MFP tranche due in January will be made independently of what the administration decides to do about this November round, Northey said. U.S. has progress made on China deal. U.S. and Chinese negotiators are making progress but still have not reached a final agreement on the phase one portion of the new trade deal, the Trump administration said on Friday. After a telephone negotiating session involving U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, and Chinese Vice Premier Liu He. They made headway on specific issues, and the two sides are close to finalizing some sections of the agreement. That according to a statement released by the USTR. Discussions will go on continuously at the deputy level, and the principals will have another call in the near future. President Trump continues to promise that the Phase 1 deal will provide a massive boost to U.S. agriculture exports. Trump told reporters on Friday, we're doing very well with China. We're very good with farmers. The farmers are going to do better, maybe, than anybody. But everybody is doing well. China wants to make a deal. Top Mexican negotiator sees USMCA approval soon. House Democrats are nearing a vote to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Jesus Sade, Mexico's top North American negotiator, said Friday at a press conference with President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador in Mexico City that according to a report from the online news outlet CNA. Sade said, the progress made in dialogue with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and U.S. lawmakers and negotiators makes us think that the end of this complex story is near, that soon we will see the United States initiate the formal process of approval of the trade deal. Obrador promised that Mexico was following through on promises made in USMCA to implement major labor reforms. Senate looks to move spending measures. The Senate resumes debate today on a package of four fiscal 2020 spending bills that include funding measures for USDA, FDA, EPA, and the Interior Department. 
GOP leaders hope to get a final vote of the bill later this week. The legislation will still have to be reconciled with the House, which passed its version of the FY20 measures a month ago. This afternoon, the Senate will vote on three amendments to the spending package, including one by Alabama Democrat Doug Jones that aims to address a long-standing issue for black farmers. The amendment would provide USDA with $5 million for a rescinding program authorized by the 18 Farm Bill to resolve ownership and secession of heirs' property, which is land that has been informally passed down by families. Another amendment sponsored by Nevada Democrat Catherine Cortez Masto of Nevada would require a report on the challenges in food distribution programs face in reaching underserved populations. For more of what's happening this week in the nation's capital, read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. EPA kicks off comment period on RFS plan. EPA is publishing its Supplemental Renewable Fuel Standard Rule in the Federal Register today, kicking off a public comment period on the agency's controversial plan to offset biofuel volumes that have been subject to small refinery exemptions. EPA will be taking comments until November 29th and will be holding a public hearing on the issue Wednesday in Ypsilanti, Michigan. EPA is proposing to reallocate the wave volumes based on a three-year average of the exempted amounts recommended by the Department of Energy. For the 2016-18 period, that amounts to 700 million RINs a year. Now keep in mind, a House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee will be holding a hearing on the refinery exemptions tomorrow. For more on the issue, you can listen to this week's AgriPulse Open Mic interview with Donnell Rehagen, of the National Biodiesel Board, also available at agripulse.com. Senate Democrats push electric vehicles. One of the biggest long-term concerns of the biofuel industry is that motorists will switch to electric vehicles in larger numbers than they have been, and Democrats are increasingly making electric vehicles an issue for the 2020 elections. Top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, has joined with Minority Leader Charles Schumer of New York and other top Democrats in pushing a plan to offer financial incentives to encourage motorists to switch to electric vehicles. The Clean Cars for America Climate Initiative is designed to take over 63 million gas vehicles off the road. Consumers who trade for a plug-in vehicle could get a rebate of at least $3,000. Low-income families would receive an additional $2,000 rebate for new vehicles or a 20% rebate to purchase used vehicles. Here's today's She Said It. We must get this done right and with unnecessary delay. I thank my colleagues for the work they have done, and I urge them to expedite negotiations and finalize this agreement soon to make sure we can make lives whole for the people suffering in the state of Iowa and across the country. That first-term Representative Cindy Axne of Iowa speaking on the House floor about the USMCA. A small working group of House Democrats has been negotiating with the U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer to address issues related to labor and environmental standards and pharmaceuticals. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, October 28th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.